Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello, beautiful people. What's up? And welcome to another episode of Fierce Female Radio. It's your host here, Estelle, your Fierce and Feminine BFF, empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co., where we're all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you leave behind a basic life so you can experience a life of true fulfillment and purpose instead. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm actually recording this on a Monday. This often doesn't happen on a Monday. So it's new week, new feels. And I'm I'm really excited to get into this podcast episode. Um, this is going to be a solo episode. So you just have me, me, myself and I more um, with you on the pod today. And so I'm, I'm really excited to dive in and share with you more about my pregnancy journey. Um, I did a poll on Instagram. No, and I wanted to well, not I wanted to, but I asked if you guys want to hear more about my pregnancy journey, if you want me to record a, a podcast episode and like so many people voted yes. Like I think it was like over a hundred people voted yes. So I'm really excited to um to bring this to you guys because um, you know, I think it's it's behind the scenes, it's it's raw, it's real, it's beautiful, and I'm just excited to share it. So yes. But before we get into that, guys, my fierce female tip of the week. Look, I wanted to just highlight in this in this podcast episode for our tip of the week, the importance of self-care. So I like to I like to do um, extra self-care on Sundays. I call it, you know, Sunday self-care and I make sure that I do like a I want to say a bunch of things, but at least a few things that nourish my soul, right? And self-care looks different for everyone. And it looks different based on different phases in your life, what you're experiencing, what you need, self-expression, boundaries, like everything, right? Creative things, whatever's happening in your life. So I like to make sure that I keep it fresh. Um, but I, I absolutely have my go-tos. And a few things that I like to do on Sundays, you know, it's normally um, grabbing a green juice, doing a yoga class. Um, also, I consider self-care to be like doing some of my washing, like preparing for the week ahead. Maybe I'm cooking, maybe I'm replying to emails, thinking about my action items for the next week in my business. Like that for me is self-care. Cleaning is self-care. Having boundaries, not doing 500 things on a Sunday, that to me is also self-care. And look, that doesn't happen every Sunday, but those is that those are some of the things that I like to that I like to do as part of my self-care and I aspire to do on those days. So you know, do do that for yourself. Implement a few things on Sunday that you are going to do to nourish your soul um, and to really re-energize you because um, there's nothing more important than that genuinely. And I feel like in today's society, it's very much about go, 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 but we don't prioritize the importance of rest and resetting and nourishing ourselves. Okay. So, you know, you know, I, I've always said, 
it's going to be really, really challenging for you to be able to hit those big, beautiful goals, to manifest, to create the life of your dreams of purpose and fulfillment if you're exhausted, if you're um, burnt out, right? If you have no energy, no inspiration, no creativity coming through. And self-care is absolutely a part of that. So guys, I'm excited. Let's get into it. So also, I wanted to just preface and say, like, I'm just sharing my, I'm just sharing my pregnancy journey. This is just how things have felt and come about for me. And so I'm, of course, not sharing it on behalf of anyone else. Um, this is just purely just my own personal experience. And so also, if you guys um, haven't listened to my previous podcast um, where I, I think it's podcast number eight. It's one of the earlier ones. I share about my experience of miscarrying um, mid last year, so in 2020. And I share, you know, some really raw, real behind the scenes um, takes on that. I talk about how I healed from that, um, you know, just some major realness. And I'm very passionate about talking about that and um, having a conversation, opening the conversation around miscarriage to really provide women with a sense of hope and um, also to, you know, create a space because it can feel really lonely and it can feel really overwhelming. And, you know, if that podcast episode has touched one person, which I know it has, like there's been many people who have reached out to me after I recorded that episode last year, um, which warms my heart. And that's actually why I did it. So if, you know, whether you have experienced a miscarriage or not, or you know someone who has experienced a miscarriage or not, I really encourage you to have a listen to that to that episode. Um, it's one, one in four women experience a miscarriage. And, you know, I think it's, we owe it to ourselves as women to educate ourselves and to have a little bit more of an understanding around what can take place um, through that experience. Um, so yeah, check that out guys, if you want to find out a little bit more, because that's absolutely part of my journey. Like I know that, um, you know, certain things have been coming up for me that have been coming up as a result of that experience. So, um, and I think that's so normal and that's, and that's beautiful and that's just the way it is. So if you want to check that out, guys, please feel free to do so. But, um, yeah, so, Oh my goodness, where do I begin, right? So many feels. Like at the moment when I'm recording this right now, I am 26 weeks pregnant. Um, and, you know, it's it's genuinely been such a magical experience. Um, you know, it's, yeah, and I'm going to go into that a little bit more, but we, um, and I think, look, it's it's important for me to mention that, like, I think, you know, not every single day has been glorious. Not every single day do I feel high off life. Like there's so many different emotions that I that I think, you know, we tend to experience in one day. Um, but overall, it has been really, um, really blissful and a really, really exciting time in my life. So I'm really excited to to share this with you. But um, yeah, so just a bit of a backstory. Like um, my husband and I, um, we started trying to have a baby last year, so in 2020, and we miscarried our beautiful baby boy um, in June, on June the 30th in 2020. And um, yeah, like I said, you know, that was a really tough time. Um, and I think that, I think that in particular, it's it's heavy, right? Like, I don't know, like I, like I said, I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, it felt heavy it felt heavy and I know it can feel so heavy for women because it's big, right? It's a big, it's a big presence. Um, 
and a big feeling of emptiness, especially if you have like, let's just call it out, especially if you have lots of people around you, lots of friends, lots of family that have kids that are pregnant, that are going, you know, if you have people around you of a similar age period and maybe that's what's happening, um, it's really challenging for that to not um, weigh on you in some way, right? So, you know, it's not like every single time I saw my girlfriends, did I feel that? No, I didn't. Absolutely not. But there were definitely times where, you know, it felt more present and that contrast of, you know, them having their beautiful baby or being pregnant made me feel, you know, reminded of what I didn't have, right? And the experience that I went through. So I think that's that's also really normal. So if anyone is going through that, whether you've miscarried, whether you're trying to fall pregnant um, and you're experiencing some, some challenges, um, my heart goes out to you. Um, I feel you, I see you. And, you know, that is not an easy place to be in and um, take the time to do what you need to do and take the time to be by yourself, to connect with people, to share whatever you need to do. um, Because it is, it's not, it's not easy. Um, But I genuinely do believe, and I've always believed that the universe has a greater plan. And sometimes we can't, we don't understand that and it's hard to see obviously what that is, um, but the dots do connect in some way. I genuinely do believe that. And so fast track to um, to now, like, you know, when we, when we miscarried, like we needed a few months, right? Like I wasn't that type of person just to get back on the horse and totally fine if, if, if any, for anyone else that does. But for me personally, for my husband, we needed some time to heal. We just needed some time to be. And um you know, and so a few months after we started trying again and we fell pregnant in November, 2020. And, um, I remember that day so vividly, I was due to have my period, right. And my, my period normally comes on the, like, I'm pretty spot on, on the exact day. And, um, you know, I was feeling a bit crap the night before and I was like, Oh no, I'm getting my period tomorrow. Like so shit. And, um, you know, I was really convinced I was headachy, I was felt bloated and, um, you know, I felt a little bit sad because of that. And so in the morning, um, you know, I went to the bathroom. I didn't have my period yet, but I didn't think too much of it. I was like, oh yeah, you know, we'll probably, probably come later today. And, um, and then like after lunch rolled around, it was like maybe one or two o'clock and I was like, hmm, okay, this is interesting. Um, I thought I'd have my period by now. And so I thought, what the hell? Like, I've got like 50 pregnancy tests here. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to, let's just do one. No expectations. And I really didn't. I didn't have any expectations. And so, um, <laughs> and so, you know, I did my thing, paid on the stick and um, walked away, came back in a few minutes and there were two lines on the pregnancy test and my heart skipped a beat. I was just like, wait, what? I was, I was genuinely shocked. And so I, I went and chugged down like, I don't know, half a liter, a liter of water, like so much water to try and go to the toilet again, went to the toilet, used another brand of pregnancy test. Like I, I just wanted to use another brand. Um, and I waited that five, you know, three to five minutes or whatever it was. And I walked away and then I came back and um, you know, it said in bold letters, uh, pregnant. And I literally bawled. Like I absolutely bawled so many happy tears. They just came out of me out of nowhere. And, um, 
it was a really, really beautiful feeling. And, you know, I think even like I waited like another hour and I went to the third test, uh, another brand as well, just to be so sure. And of course, you know, when I saw my doctor afterwards, but I just wanted to be really, really sure that I was pregnant. Um, and I remember that night when my husband came home from work, I told him and it was so beautiful. It was so, it was such a beautiful moment. Um, he was really, really surprised. He was like, wait, what? Like he, he was genuinely surprised. I don't think he would, would have thought it was going to happen. Uh, I think he thought maybe it would happen like early in 2021 and we'd just need, you know, a few more months. Um, and so, you know, I told him at that four week mark. So we just, you know, just found out we were pregnant then. And um, yeah, recording this podcast now, I'm 26 weeks pregnant. So one week off, I think it's one week off from the third trimester. Um, But, you know, I wanted to share a little bit of this with you because I feel like, um, you know, it's interesting to understand what goes on behind the scenes and um, just some of the feels. And also I want to share with you a few tools that I've used that have really helped me on my journey and some of the learnings and lessons that I've experienced so far my pregnancy. And so, you know, I think it's so important for me to preface like the first trimester, this was, you know, like I always say, this is just my experience. I was, I was genuinely really happy, right? Like, of course I was so happy, but there was absolutely a part of me that was not allowing myself to get excited. I was holding back. I was, I wasn't fully letting myself, like letting the idea of me being pregnant land. Like I just, you know, because my heart had been hurt before. And, you know, the days and the weeks went by very slowly because I found out of four weeks. So that's like, what, eight weeks to go. Um, and, you know, because obviously the the risk of miscarrying reduces significantly after the first trimester. Not to say that it completely reduces, absolutely not, but it significantly reduces um, after the first trimester. So I was really kind of like, in my mind, waiting for that 12-week mark in order to fully let, let it land that, that we were pregnant. And, you know, that came in waves, right? Because, you know, in one hand, I was experiencing so much happiness, um, for sure. But in, in the other hand, you know, this is not right. This is not wrong. This is just what I was experiencing. I w- was not allowing myself to be exhilarated, to be so excited, to, to be like, oh my God, okay. So that means like in August, I'm going to have a baby. Like, what? like, I just couldn't go there yet. It was overwhelming. And, you know, I think, you know, there was, there was that part of me that didn't want to let my guard down a hundred percent, you know, that, that pain or the, you know, uncertainty of what was, what could potentially come, you know, I didn't want to, um, I didn't feel comfortable to fully let myself embrace it. And of course a baby like is a miracle, right? When you fall pregnant, that is a miracle in my mind, regardless of, you know, whether that baby um, reaches the earth or not, um, that baby is a miracle. So, um, but still, even though I knew it was a miracle, I still didn't want to fully let it, you know, let it fully embrace it. Okay. Cause I was, I was trying to protect myself and protect my emotions. And, you know, it's funny because if first trimester, like this is super common, right? I was exhausted. Like I was so tired. And in particular, between the four to eight week mark, um, I was super exhausted. And um, it actually coincided quite well because we went away over the Christmas New Year period to our family's holiday house by the beach. And it was so relaxing. I slept for hours. You know, I was 
resting. I really let my body feel what it needed to feel. Um, you know, I also didn't want to share it with our family. So I didn't want to share it with family until, until uh, a little bit later on. And so <laughs> I was there with my in-laws and, um, I feel my sister, sisters-in-laws, sisters-in-laws, sister-in-laws, um, and it was quite funny because normally when we go down there, um, which we go down there quite often, like as soon as we get there, you know, we'll eat. Well, we'll be like, let's go have, let's have some drinks. Let's go for a walk down the beach. Like it's on, you know, because it's like a two and a half, three hour drive from where I live. Um, so I'm excited. I'm pumped. <laughs> and so this time, you know, I I walked in. I was, it was, <laughs> I was exhausted. You know, they were making like, it was like fish or chicken, vegetables and salad, like a really beautiful, healthy lunch that normally I would have just totally gone crazy for. But I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have a cheese sandwich and go to bed. <laughs> so 100% they would have known that something was up and they would have totally known I was pregnant. Um, you know, but of course they they respected the fact that I didn't want it. I didn't want to share that. And so they were very considerate of that. And I'm so grateful but um, yeah, so, you know, I let myself relax. I let myself do all the things that I needed to do in the first trimester. Um, I wasn't kind of meditating as much. I wasn't doing a lot of my rituals um, as religiously. Um, but, you know, I allowed myself to be okay with that because I just was doing whatever I needed to do, whatever I felt called to do. And if that wasn't meditating every day and that wasn't journaling every day and thinking about my goals, that's just so fine. And so I just really accepted where I was at. Um, you know, and I think also in the, in the second trimester that, you know, what, what tends to be quite common is, you know, you get more energy and that's definitely what I experienced. Um, you know, I got a wave of energy and I felt like myself again, you know, to an extent. And, um, but I also, at the same time, I had to make sure that I wasn't overdoing it because I got excited and I would be like, okay, let's do all these things. Um, and then I would overdo it and get exhausted. And so it was interesting as well from a, from a kind of personal perspective, because in the second trimester, so much happened in our life. Like we moved in with our, in, we sold our house, looking for a property to purchase. We manifested our new house, our new home. So that was so exciting, you know, and everything that come, comes along with that. We went away to our baby moon. Like so many, so many exciting things were happening during that time. Lots of planning for the baby. Um, so it was a big, a big few months. Um, also, you know, I didn't feel like I shared the fact that I was pregnant a lot later in so on social media. So I think maybe five months, I can't remember. So I think I waited until maybe 22, 23 weeks. You know, and that's not really like me because I'm a big sharer, you know, hence I'm sharing with you my pregnancy journey in this podcast episode. I'm a big sharer, right? But I just wanted to hold on to that longer. I wanted it to be just on the down low that little bit more and just to to really relish in that before the world kind of knew, you know, and some interesting like. So there was that, which, you know, kind of surprised me. And then also a few other things kind of came up for me, um, which I think is so important to talk about. Okay. So for me, I've noticed, so my body has changed significantly, right? And this is pretty common when you're pregnant, your body starts to change. Um, and, but what happened for me is that I've noticed I had to do some inner work around my body, around my body attachment around, 
you know, the identification that I have with my body, what being slim means to me, you know, in my experience with this pregnancy, I put on a fair chunk of weight, you know, more than the standard kind of average amounts that they tell you, um, you know, online and, and, you know, with your doctor and stuff. My doctors always gets quite surprised when I tell them how much weight I've put on, but this is, this has just been my experience. Like my boobs are huge. Like, let me just, oh my God, they're huge. My body is bigger. Um, of course I'm growing a baby, um, you know, but I still noticed, like, I think it's so important to not, we don't want to feel guilty for what we're feeling. And so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't feeling guilty for the emotions that were coming up for me. I needed to look at them and I needed to reprogram them if they weren't sitting well with me. And, you know, I think maybe I thought that my body would pretty much look the same. Like, yeah, my boobs would probably grow, um, but I probably have the same body pre-pregnancy and just have like a cute bump. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought. Um, now, there's nothing wrong with that. And that happens for lots of women, but it also doesn't happen for all women. And it wasn't, it's not happening for me. Um, you know, I want carbs. I want cheese. I want like, I'm always hungry. Like, seriously, I am always hungry. Like, you could just like leave me there with like, a good block of cheese, fresh sourdough bread, some butter, and I'm good to go. Like, just just give me that, a loaf of bread, and I'm happy. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, instead of fighting that, I needed to accept it. And yes, I looked for creative ways, and I'm looking for creative ways to add more nutrients in my body. Of course, like, the health of my baby is super important. So, um, you know, and I'll talk about some of those things that I'm doing as well to add more nutrients. But I, I think it's really important to note that we have to honor what's coming up for us. I could have easily looked at that and just been like, you know, Estelle, like that's not, you know, it's all good. Like put that to the side. But I knew that what I was feeling didn't feel good to me. Like I knew that I needed to do some inner work around my body, my body image, um, you know, the significance around being slim. Like why is that so important, you know? And I think I'll even do a separate podcast episode um, on this, but I'm really kind of, I'm still doing a little bit of work around it. And so for me, I like to share once I've integrated my learnings and my healings, but I want just to just to mention that here because I think that's a very important topic and I think it can be quite taboo because women feel guilty of sharing that. Um, because just because you feel, just because you feel um, whether it's like discomfort or a little bit unsettled or whatever it is, um, when it comes to the way that your body is changing, that doesn't mean that you don't love and appreciate the fact that you're pregnant and you're growing a beautiful human inside of you. You know, one doesn't doesn't counteract the other. It's just that um, it's okay for these emotions to come up, but it's about understanding where is that coming from and, and, you know, does that sit right with me and how can I reprogram that and change that? Because one thing that I've been really conscious of whilst I've been being pregnant is to be really conscious of the thoughts that I'm thinking, to be really conscious of my energy, the words that I'm saying, because I know all of this um, transcends to the baby, right? And that doesn't mean I'm I'm being fake and I'm, you know, I have to be happy every moment and every day. Of course not. But it just means that I'm being that much more intentional and conscious of what's coming up for me. Because, um, and so when I see things like, you know, looking at, um, my body and feeling a little bit of, you know, discontent or, or a lack of self-love around that weight gain, that to me is like, Hmm, what's that about? Because I don't want that to translate to my baby. I don't want, I don't want, um, I want that to kind of stop at this point. 
and for me to rework my own programs and my own my own beliefs around that space so that I can heal it and clear it and that doesn't have to transcend to my baby. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to do a podcast episode and share more about that. Um, I am feeling so much more loving and um, accepting of my body and accepting of my shape and accepting of the way that my body is changing through this journey. But, you know, I think it's important for me to mention that it has required some work. Okay. And that's just my experience. Um, So a few of the things that I've been doing during my pregnancy for self-care Firstly, from like a wellness perspective, I've been taking chlorophyll daily. So I I use the Grants brand. Um, I think that's what it's called, Grants. And I um I add about a tablespoon to like you know a big tall glass of water every morning, like before I have a coffee or anything. Um, and that to me feels so good because I'm like, yes, I'm getting my greens. Um. I only started doing that in the second trimester. I don't know if I would have been able to stomach some greens first thing in the morning in the first trimester, but um, it definitely feels good second trimester. I've made making sure I'm taking supplements. Um, same thing, I can't really do that in the morning, but I do it kind of after lunch in the evenings. Um, I make sure that I move my body. I, I try and move my body daily. Um, so for me, that's been walking. Um and really being outside in nature. I have noticed that I want to just be outside in nature. Um, being outside in the fresh air, like regardless if it's cold, it doesn't matter to me. But I notice how much my body craves that now that I'm pregnant. So it's really um, it's really interesting to pick up on some of these, some of these changes. Um, also, I've been doing some yoga. I really do love yoga. And um, you know, but also making sure that I can't do all of the poses. And I've been, I try to also go to um, prenatal yoga classes as well. So that's been really, um, it's really a beautiful way I feel to honor your body um, and to really, you know, get real with yourself. I feel like sitting with the mat, you can't, you know, when you, when you, when you bring yourself to the mat, you can't run away from things. And that's very powerful. So yoga has always been a massive game changer for me and something that really elevates me. Um, so I've made sure that I have incorporated that um, throughout my pregnancy too. I've also made sure that I haven't, I haven't really been working out much. Like, you know, when I got advice from my doctor and um, when I've done my own research, I've, you know, they say a lot around making sure that you're really, you're trying to just be consistent with your exercise routine. So if you hit the weights and you hit the gym a lot before, or you did a bunch of classes before, then, you know, obviously with modifications, you can continue doing that. Um, But you don't want to kind of introduce new routines and exercises. And to be honest, like in 2020, I was, you know, was just doing that. I was walking and doing yoga and like the occasional Pilates class. So um, I haven't been going to the gym. I haven't been doing like strength-based training and that that's okay for me. Like that feels, that feels good. Um, yeah. So what else I was saying? Supplements, chlorophyll daily. Yes. Also boundaries. This is another one, right? And I feel like this is a very good excuse when you're pregnant to get real with the boundaries and start to implement um, firmer boundaries. You know, whether it's not saying yes to every social occasion, like you just physically do not have the energy for it. Um, So I've been making sure that if something doesn't, if I'm not like excited about going, I'm just not going to go and that's okay. Um, And I don't need to feel any guilt for that because I'm just honoring where I'm at. So that's been a really empowering, um, empowering experience. Like I know, you know, that's just been something that I have 
um, really made a point to do um, in honor of taking care of my body and my baby. Um, Also really, you know, like I said, focusing on my mindset has been something that has been really, really powerful for me Um, and honoring where I'm at, um, you know, honoring like the divine feminine in me, you know, allowing myself to like, you know, just relishing in this, in this journey and just being fully present is really important. Um, You know, the days roll on by, like I feel the kicks (laughs) more and more and I'm like wow baby's coming you know baby's coming but I also want to um really enjoy the beautiful journey of being pregnant as well um also honoring my intuition has been very very important for me throughout my pregnancy and I'm sure any of you who are pregnant or you've been pregnant um know that you know there's so many different opinions out there there's so much information there's so much information and it's really easy for us to get overwhelmed um let alone feel a lot of pressure and expectations. Um, And so for me, I've made sure that I'm not listening to 500 people's opinions. Yes, I'm asking people's opinions on certain topics, but I like to make sure that I've got some form of a knowledge base before I ask the question, before I get an opinion. Um, Yes, I'm reading books, but I'm not you know, I'm not reading 500 books. I probably thought I'd be reading more books, to be honest, but I just... You know, I, I don't want to overwhelm myself with information. I want to felt I want to feel led and be guided to what I'm intuitively wanting to seek and be informed by. Um, sometimes that's reading books. Sometimes that's watching YouTube videos, um, listening to pregnancy podcast episodes. Um, you know, I'm going to book in some hypnobirthing classes, but you know, I'm not going crazy. I'm not. I'm not um, kind of reading everything I can find because for me that doesn't feel good because you know whilst knowledge is power absolutely it's important to me that um, I don't get overwhelmed and I can still tune into my intuition and what's right for me and be led by that place um, so yeah guys but you know I'm I'm really excited like I'm so excited to bring my baby boy into this world I don't know if I mentioned yes we're having a baby boy and I can't wait and so excited to meet him and hold him and, you know, get ready for this next chapter in our life. Um, I'm really excited to, you know, see us become a little family, even more so now. And, um, you know, I also just want to say thank you so much for all my beautiful listeners and my community, you know, who've sent me beautiful, loving messages um, and healing wishes. Like it is yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, truly grateful. So thank you so much. Um, if you guys want to keep connecting with me, um, best place to find me is at Fierce Female Co on Instagram. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope this episode has been helpful for you. Um, just wanted to share a little bit about my journey. And um, yeah, and I have no doubt I will do another episode post baby's birth because I'll be a whole thing, won't it? <laughs> Thanks so much, babes. I'll speak to you soon. I'll catch you guys next week. If you're vibing this show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more Fierce Females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light, and fierceness, and we'll see you soon.